I would point out it's like nine twelve, and <laughs> we're still in the foyer. <laughs> Crypt of the Devil Lich. Let's get going. Legend yes. tells of the horribly corrupted elf sorceress Chalicia. Twisted by magics and infernal powers, she rose to become one of the greatest conquerors ever known. She recovered a powerful artifact called the Shadow Stone and used its powers to enshroud the elven city of Arovarel and the surrounding lands in constant dusk-like darkness. With allied orc and goblin armies attacking from the mountains and infernal armies of undead swarming up from their graves, uninhibited by the harsh rays of the sun, the elven city fell in a single day and night. At the head of this ruthless host was Chalicia. But Chalicia's rule lasted only one year. A band of powerful heroes led by the knight Sir Valinus destroyed the Shadow Stone guarded in the ruins of the elven city, and then penetrated Chalicia's mountain stronghold to defeat her. Meanwhile, the rallied forces of humans, <laughs> dwarves, and elves stormed the ruins of Aravel and routed Chalicia and her remaining allies. The knight used a powerful sword to defeat Chalicia, but it was sundered in the battle. The scriptures are vague, but somehow her infernal lineage, or perhaps unknown eldritch secrets, prevented her complete destruction. The heroes had no choice but to imprison Chilichia in the bowels of her lair with powerful enchantments. The sundered sword was buried in her prison. The crypt was sealed and a monastery was erected near the site. The Order of the Dawning Sun's priests were charged with guarding the Sundered Sword and the Crypt, and were to be the lore masters of the history of Chalicia. Should she ever rise back to power, the Order of the Dawning Sun would stand as the first line of defense. Yep, that's me. Oh, is that your, you're from the Order of the, the Dawning Sun? Oh, there you go. The Monastery Ooh. of the Dawning Sun, we were responsible for guarding the Devil Witch's Lair. Oh, well, you did a good job there. <laughs> Now, descendants of our overall survivors have called for your aid. They have seen many disturbing omens and portents recently. According to the stars, Chalicia, now calling herself the Devil Lich, is close to breaking out of her prison and unleashing her wrath on the surface world once again. It seems she escaped complete destruction centuries ago by embracing undeath. You have been sent to the Monastery of the Dawning Sun to gather more information on the Devil Lich and confirm the prophecy. But... When you arrived at the monastery, you discovered that all the monks were brutally slain. Scrawled on the walls in blood were several prophetic verses claiming Chalicia's return is imminent. In the monastery's library, you found several tomes open to similar passages, all describing the powerful sword called True Death. This was the sword used by Sir Valinus to slay Chalicia, and according to the legends, its sundered remains were buried in the Devil Lich's crypt. Yet it appears that someone else has been researching true death. Could this sundered blade play an important role in the final destruction of the Devil Lich? Spoiler alert, probably. After finding a blood-stained map showing the way to the original site of the Devil Lich's crypt, you set off to find answers. Leaving the horror of the slaughter at the monastery behind, your band carefully picked its way down a treacherous mountain path. After almost two hours of this tedious journey, you arrived at a cave entrance. The cave mouth is surrounded by stalactites and stalagmites that appear to have been chiseled into angular teeth. Somewhere beyond this maw-like cave entrance must be the crypt of the Devil Lich. You guys just want to go back to town? 
Yeah, this place <laughs> seems boring. Yeah, it seems like a lot. I mean, we could spend the rest I of mean, the time like you know, owning our own town. <laughs> I mean, this this monk is like supposed to guard this stuff, so it seems like you've got that well in hand. It's it's Jenny's job, really, isn't it? Yeah. Except that all my brothers were slain. Thank you for being so sensitive about that. <laughs> oh shit, that's right. Oh, we do care. Never mind. We'll oh, go. Yeah. Yeah, Mother Varen's probably actually, as a servant of Justicia, probably doesn't want to see the Devil Lich come out and kill everybody. All right. I, I, I want to find a sword. I want to find a sword. So let's do this thing. So a massive cavern yawns before you with wicked stalagmites and stalactites ringing the entrance in a fierce grin, spanning 40 feet with the ceiling arching to 30 feet at its highest point. The cavern cuts deep into the side of the mountain. Between the stalactites, thin tendrils of oily smoke curl skyward. Twisted shadows dance along the walls as light flickers from torches set into the large skeletal braces that reinforce the walls of the cavern. So uh, how deep does this cave go? You can see these torches lighting the walls, but then that kind of goes into darkness. It goes far enough in that the torches don't light everything. And in the far kind of distance, you can see kind of a vague, very faint kind of flickering, almost purplish kind of glow. All right. I right, let's, let's cast a spell. What do you say? I'm going to try at the mouth of the cave casting Detect Evil. I'm sure there's going to be evil all around, but I'm going to do it just uh, in part to try a die roll here. So I'll be rolling a d20, I assume. And for Cleric, it's plus my caster level, which is 7, plus my personality, yep. which is 3. So D20 plus 10. Does that sound right to you? Yes, it does. Detect evil. Wow, that's not great. 14, it's a success. Here we go. Creatures of opposed alignment are automatically detected as well as objects inherently dangerous in nature, such as traps or cursed weapons. Evil creatures do not receive a will save to remain undetected. However, it does not reveal creatures that are otherwise hidden, but does inform the cleric that evil intentions radiate from a certain position. Yeah, um, you get a, like a very vague, a vague sense of um, of something amiss and something evil here. Okay, so is it like a pin, a, a uh, point source evil, or just sort of a uh, non-point source? This is an evil place, of course. I'm detecting evil. You're getting a very generic sense of evil from okay. from this area. Okay. It is no surprise, but there is some evil f- afoot in this entryway. There seems to be almost like a kind of a background noise going on. That's confusing your ability to kind of okay. zero in on anything in particular. Shall we enter? Yes, we shall. Tershara will take point. All right. I cast Detect Rabbit. Detect what? Rabbit? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Agreed. Look at the body strewn. <laughs> yeah. There you see the remains of former adventurers litter the mouth of the cave. Okay. Skeletons picked clean by carrion birds over the years. Several of the stalagmites near the entrance show wear and tear along their surfaces, as if worked with a pick or grapple or other kinds of tools. Hmm. That's odd. Why would somebody be wanting to work those stalactites, as the kids say? Sergeant, we will take point. I'll have my sling ready and follow. I got my crossbow out, hand crossbow out, and I'm covering the other side. I always have the Holy Warhammer stone blaze in my hand. Ooh, nice. What is Sir, Sir Yaro doing? He is, um, since it's, it's quite dark in there, I'm assuming we are going to need a torch. 
There are some torches lit up, at least for the first extent. Okay. It looks All right. Like, yeah. we, won't do, we won't do that just yet. You mentioned that there was a purple glow. That's very deep. Very, very somewhere coming from somewhere very deep. I would I would like to venture towards the, the source of that. Okay. Where, whereabouts are you going in here, do you think? Um, I'm, I'm assuming we can weave in and out of the stalactites, yes? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, All right. there's room, yeah. So, it's just so that, like, layer of gravel beneath them or whatever. Right. So he's heading towards that fifth one there, but I'm not sure um, how many turns I get uh, to, or how many turns that's going to take. Okay. The fifth one is about, okay, so you're going to have to go over about 12 feet of gravel there to go through. Okay. So that's where he's starting through? Yep. He's going to start through the gravel. Okay. As he puts a foot down, oh. you hear a click mm-hmm. and... The gravel around you flies into the air and stone spikes shoot up out of the ground into your feet. And uh, they inflict seven points, hit points of damage. Shit. Okay, back up. Uh, Seeing that, Meliun's going to step up and be like, "Uh uh-oh. And then kind of, uh, I guess I'm going to search for traps. Is that one... Well, it does say that Sir Jaro is distraught and he is anxious, almost reckless. Oh, okay. That makes sense. And the thief is going to go for a search trap? Yeah, I'm going to do a, a fine trap. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you got, what, plus 13 on that? Yep. Uh, 26. Okay. Yes. You, you, can, uh, you can see that the entire base here of the entire, the entire mouth of the cave, this whole gravel area is um filled with these it's somehow magically it's some form of magical trap but it's got these um these stone spikes just just beneath the surface i've been told that's the best way to trip a magical trap is to just trip a trip a magical trap so i, I guess that's pretty good i'm okay, glad thanks. you got it but thanks i i i, I appreciate that <laughs> Here. So we're gonna keep hitting these things if we keep striding through here. If I'm hearing you right, yes, that's the that's that is the impression that Melun has. Melun? Uh, in that case, Sergio steps right on back <laughs> with his injured foot. Can we? Is it possible to go from us? Uh, which one? stalagmites are the ones on the ground, right? With the M, yeah, stalagmite to stalagmite. Like, can we kind of hug our way through those and keep out of the gravel? Like, play the floor. Basically, play the floor as lava to get through. Yes, you can you can give that a go. Absolutely. Would I have been able to have discern if I could disable this trap? Yes, you could certainly attempt to disable the trap. But is it okay. a whole series of traps or is it one meta trap? Oh, I'm going I'm going to I'm going to allow Melune depending on his role. Okay. We'll see how that goes. So I guess in the same spot that Sir Jaro went and kind of around in that area, I'm gonna see if I can make a space big enough to, for us to kind of like get through and leaving the rest of it. So in case we need like a, Oh, good. A little trap for, for someone chasing us on the way out, then we can, we got something. So, so yeah, I guess I'll just try and do that. Uh, with a 17. The trap seems overly complex for you to disable. Hmm. Okay. It's just some um, kind of, it's some kind of ancient magic that you're unfamiliar with. Sure. Can we jump over the area, or is this? Am I getting the idea that this is a a big trap? As you can see, it goes the narrowest is probably about maybe eight feet. It goes from about eight feet to twelve feet there. Okay. 
can we okay i'm seeing the adventurers have discarded shields can we just like throw shields into a path maybe trigger the spikes and the and bodies. bodies yeah whatever bric-a-brac we can find and make a little <laughs> walking a path a causeway yeah yes okay <laughs> yes you can so you construct yourselves a little uh, bridge of rusted shields and skulls and skulls and you make your way inside make bridge of bodies that's a satisfying sentence <laughs> their sacrifice will not have been in vain there that makes you feel less callous for mistreating their corpses these are probably the corpses of my brothers <laughs> may their sacrifice lead us to victory mm. so you find yourself in this corridor it's about 10 feet high and the walls are all hewn stone and finished smooth the floor is set with mortared flagstones it's not a cave this is very much a it very quickly goes from being a cave to a constructed passageway. Oh, Sergio, I assume you don't need healing at this point, right? Um, not, not as yet. I've got a couple healing potions, but I don't think I need them as yet. Yeah, we'll put some quick band-aids on your, on your yeah, toes. We'll, we'll assume that I, I bandaged and, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm limping slightly, but mostly okay. Rub some dirt on it? Yeah. Yep, just rub some dirt on it. It'll go away. It's about to scratch. The purple light is coming from these like four glowing braziers towards the back of the tunnel. And um, they seem to be leading to a large double door at the end of it, which is still very difficult to make out from the distance you're at. And then these uh, things along the edge here are columns which are supporting the roof. And along the walls on either side, you see an elaborate mosaic comprised of dyed chips of bone and ceramic which covers Ooh. all of the walls here the mosaic seems to depict the devilish's horrendous atrocities and terrible battles over the centuries and as you're moving along here are you moving along here with caution probably i would like to i'd like to look at i mean i'm not going to take forever to examine the mosaics but i'm going to sort of discern realities if i can borrow from another game and try to see if i can glean any actual information about the demon witch comma means of destroying i.e paying attention to the mosaics that yeah that thing why don't you give me an intelligence roll here wow that's the thing i suck at the most okay yes that's gonna be a d20 plus a whole lot of nothing oh wow nine yeah, yeah that's my low attribute by far so i'm assuming i get nothing on a nine pretty mosaic you assume correctly yeah um it's just uh, uh, all of these uh, really gruesome battle scenes and uh, just armies being vanquished and heads rolling. But um, while Mother Varen is, is looking at these, she hears a noise behind her. And about midway along the passageway, midway along one of the mosaics, feverishly smearing on the walls in a mass, just wearing a mass of torn and bloodied priest robes is oh. the gaunt form of a ragged male human with matted gray hair, matted gray hair and beard. His features are drawn and deathly pale. This priest, is, he looks like a priest, has peeled away bits of bone and glass from the mosaic. And using his own blood, hmm. he's like scrawling what seems like prophetic verses on the walls of the cavern. Some of the things he's got, you can make out are, um, one is, um, Chalicia's bane is true death. My eyes are the windows to your souls, is another thing he's got written there. 
Another one you can read is Find and destroy the dragon's heart. The only way for Chilichia to depart. That one rhymes. Ooh. May I slowly approach the man? Sure. As Sir Jaro slowly approaches, he looks up from his work with bloodshot eyes and hoarsely shouts at the group. Oh, this should be easy. Why have you come here? Do you seek the power that lies in the devil lich's crypt for yourself? Or would you seek to destroy it? You are fools either way, for the dangers are great. You must prove yourself to me, to the crypt, to Chalitia herself. For only heroes of great metal would dare confront the devil lich. Curse her. Curse her. Do I recognize his priestly robes as being affiliated with any particular you know, deity or order? Is he donning sun? He looks like he's donning sun, or at Ooh. least was donning sun. One of my brothers. Yeah, but uh, you don't recognize him. He's, he does not look familiar. He's very old, very, very gaunt, very drawn, very withered. How long have you been here, brother? How long? How long? How long is a piece of string? How oh, long have I been here? What good is a key if you can't find the lock? And he just starts wandering around and starts scratching at the wall again. How long? How long have I all right, I'll veer off of that and and say, um, tell us of the dragon's heart. Huh? Dragon, the dragon's heart. <gasps> Chalitia, she hides beyond the true door. Okay, well, <laughs> that didn't do anything. That was a good thought, though. I tried. Find it. So long. Well, I've, I've pretty much done all I can do. <laughs> so we leave this uh, poor priest to his doings and carry on? Oh, wow, he was old. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like there's a door up there. We could go check the door. Uh, Meliun's going to just take a look at the floor to see if it's all the same stonework or if there's, like, insignia written in certain points for maybe triggers or something. There is not. The stone is just, it's all laid flagstones and it's all been mortared in and just well-constructed, but there's no... um. There are no runes or anything on this. The only thing is the uh, are the murals or the, or the mosaic yeah. things on okay. either side. They all convert past these braziers and whatever that door is at the end. Okay. I feel like the mad priest would be setting off traps as he wandered around here. So maybe mm-hmm. we're safe from traps for just a few moments. Except those braziers. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if if we turn away and walk past him, does he seem to follow us or challenge us in any way? Oh yeah, he does. He oh. he gets up and he he seems like afraid, almost like afraid afraid for you even. You know, as though he's been somewhat protective. Like he puts a he puts a hand to you as you're making your way by him, as if like not a threatening hand, as mm-hmm. if it's just more like a of of a warning hand. He approaches Melian and he just says, "Please, please, what what is truth hides beyond the true door?" Oh, she was. The true door. What, what's up? Do you have a key? Oh, we'll we'll do our best to stop her. Put the key if you can't find the lock. He fixes Melian with a stare. He looks just looks deep into Melian's eyes, and I need Melian to ah. uh, to make a a will check here. That's a it's a seventeen. He just goes bah, and he shoves Melian away, and I need you all to. Roll for initiative. Okay. Mother Wow. Two. Mother wow, has a nine. Mr. Jero. Wow, a two. Million, a five. No, this is not my night. 
That's fine. We go. We go second. We gotta take these characters out for a spin anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Okay. You can't roll the two. You've got like a plus eleven initiative. All right. Well, in that case, it's thirteen. Thirteen. Hey! Oh, Holy shit! That's better. Did you have a plus better. initiative uh, for the thief? It's a plus, plus two. two. I rolled a three. Oh, you got it already. Okay. It's plus two. I rolled a three. Yeah, so I have a plus zero seven. straight up. So my nine is genuine. It's good. Yeah, but is that a twenty-one for the crazy priest? Oh, it's a twenty-one for the crazy priest. So I think he's going Sorry. first. Oh, oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Let's see what let's see what Colm's got up his sleeve today. Yeah, he produces a mace Ooh. from under his robes. No. And he starts lashing out at Mother Viren. What? Yeah, he's going to lash out at Mother Viren. And it's going to be... Okay, I'm armor class 23. Cool. Very different than playing level zero characters. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you also have to realize that armor has penalties on this one, too. I think that's taken into account on my stuff. Yeah, because yeah, I, I have minus a minus oh, two crap. after the effect. You conveniently rolled a twenty-three total, Colin. I guess my armor class of twenty-three. Okay, and then he is going to inflict seven hit points of damage. Clonk. And now, uh, yeah, Jaro is up. All right, four. Okay, let's see if that works. Yeah, it does. Twenty-four. 20, absolutely works. So that is okay. a 24. Does a 24 hit? <laughs> yes, it does. Now you roll your damage. So you roll a D8 plus a D10 plus 3. I see it. Okay. There you go. 21. 21, 21 for 21 points. points of damage. Wow. Oh, and he crumples into a ball and just falls to the floor. But then he just springs back up like an acrobat, Whoa. which completely belies his appearance because he looks as old AF. But yeah, he just springs up again. Huh. You have two D20. You have two actions as a level seven warrior. So you get to roll again. Do it again. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Um, Before you roll that, uh, you should have a wider critical range. I'm not sure where that'll show up on your sheet. Critical threat range, 18 to 20. Oh, okay. I'll point out her her D20 on that was an 18. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'll point out on that 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 was a critical. So, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. So level five. I've got the chart here. Level five That's plus good. warriors. Yep. And you need to roll a D30. Just roll, oh, a, just roll a D30. Still at 20. Holy shit. <laughs> Blow Sever's shield arm. Inflict plus 2d12 damage with this strike. Foe's hopes of two-handed weapon mastery dashed. <laughs> wow. Okay, roll, roll 2d12. 2d12. 17. 17. That's another 17 points of damage. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, um, and now <laughs> your second action, which again is a d20 plus a d10 plus 4. Oh, God. Okay. Come on. Miss. 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 23. But no critical this time. Ha ha. So That's no a miss? Critical. No, or it's not a miss. Oh, okay. But there's no critical damage. I think you keep the number from the first D10 that you roll. If I remember playing a warrior correctly. Because uh, there's, these, there's these things like these deeds that you do, and you have to roll high enough on the first roll, and then you just keep that for the damage. All right. You know what? What am I doing? Am I doing the 1d8 plus yeah. 1d10 plus 3? All right. Yep. 16. That's a little lower. Okay. Jeez. Not bad. Now Mother Viren's up. 
Okay, I am gonna. I like casting spells. I'm gonna do a quick blessing on Melune because Melune will be up next, right? Yeah. Oh no, no, no! Sorry, Melune's up. Okay. God, that went on so long. I thought we were actually going. <laughs> we were actually, we'd actually gone through everybody. Sorry. Um. Yeah, you're up, Garrett. Oh, okay. Um, I'd like to try and backstab this thing. Do I have to sneak up on it, or can I just flank it, or? I'm going to say it's distra- he's distracted yeah, by... Attacked um, me and then got double whomped by yeah. the Bicester Zero. So I'm going to say he's distracted enough to allow for a backstab. So I could attack it from behind, essentially? Sure. Okay. So I will do that with a thing. Ugh, 14. That is unfortunately not going to make it. You still have another action. You've got a D16 action. Okay. So then we're going to just try the same thing. Okay, nope, 20 again, so no. Okay. Okay, I am going to bless Sir Joro. It is going to be a d20. Uh, so I guess generally spelling is, uh, casting spells is always going to be d20 plus 10 for me. Bless. Come on, that's a crap roll. 12. It's a success, but the pff, that sucks. The ally receives a plus one bonus to all attack rolls for one round. Okay. That's the weeniest possible success. So you get a plus one to your next attack roll. That was a waste. I do have my D16 second action. I will plus 12 to hit with my mace. All right, I'm going to use my D16. I'm going to try to hit this guy with my mace. It's pretty good. Yeah. Magic mace. Uh, Good God. Yeah, 14. I assume if a 20 is a miss, a 14 is going to be a miss. That's that's, a miss. Yeah, I'll try to roll higher next time. Now this guy is up again. You notice that as he springs back to his feet, his injuries, like the, he had these brutal, brutal wounds. But as he springs to his feet, you notice that most of them just seem to somehow just heal themselves. His second arm, let's just say it looks like he's capable of wielding two-handed weapons again. So he's regenerating. Okay. He springs back to his feet and then does a backflip to about five feet away from you and falls to the ground again. And then he begins to quiver and tremble and mutate. And his face starts splintering apart and fur begins to grow on his body. And before your very eyes, he transforms into this monstrous wolf thing. And werewolf. Okay. Is that all he accomplishes with his action, though? I mean, not that that's not Ooh, a lot. You go, what are you going to do? <laughs> what did you accomplish? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sir Jaro is up. All right. So I'm going to, uh, once again, swing uh, Stone Blaze at him. Um, actually, wait a second. Hmm. Anybody have any silver? <laughs> um, good question. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure I have anything that is silver. I have a ring. I don't even have... I mean, I've got holy brand, but... I mean, you have a magic weapon. See what happens. All right. Well, it is a holy warhammer. Yeah. I'll I'll give it a try. So 1d20 plus... D10. D10 plus 4. Yep. 25. Yep. That lands. Excellent. All right. So damage time. Yep. That would be 1d8 plus 1d10... Plus three, 19. Yeah, the wolf rolls to the ground, whimpering in pain. Mm-hmm. You have a second action. Mm-hmm. Don't forget my blessing, plus one. That can make all the difference. Oh, you got a blessing, so 11? D20 plus 11. Got it. 
Okay, I'm aiming for his head. I'm trying to crush his skull. Yay. 19. He brints just out of the way. Cheesy oh, fast. Swing, a swing and a miss. He's extremely fast for such an old man. And also a wolf. Yeah. I've got a 19 agility. I should have been able to compensate for that. <laughs> All right. Melune is up. Uh, would I still be able to backstab him? No. He's on the ground. Oh, he's he? in, he's a, yeah, but he's in front. He's in Backed front away, of yeah. you. He's between you and the braziers. Backed up against the wall, if you will. Then I guess I'm just going to try and hit him. So we'll try the first one. 16, 17, uh, 25. Yep, that hits. Nice. D8 plus 3, 8. Okay. Um, it's from a magical sword, if that means anything. And then I guess I'll try the second one. Nope, not going to do it. So just the one one attack. And Varen is up. Okay, this creature is clearly unholy in the sight of Justicia. I'm going to try Bolt from the Blue. The cleric calls down divine vengeance upon those who stand in the way of those deities' agenda, causing, causing physical her. Deities agenda causing physical and mental anguish, loss of ability scores, and other debilitating results. But it's a third level spell, so I need a higher number for success. Due for something good here. That isn't it. 14. Nope, would have taken a 16 to make it successful. That's failure. Okay. With my D16 action, then I'll just try whomping him with just as he is fist by my mace. It's going to be D16 plus 10, 14. It's enough D16 plus 12? Uh, 16 plus 12. Still, it's only a 16 then. Oh, 16. Um, No, and again, a swing and a miss. Wow. Might as well not even be here. Yeah, this wolf creature turns on its heels and springs towards Mother Varen. Again? Seems obsessed with the cleric for some reason. I don't know why. I, I'm obviously no threat. <laughs> oh! Needed a 23 there. That is Chomp. a 21. Ah, yeah. So it leaps past you and then like Scooby-Doo's in the in the dirt. Oh, there is no Who's... dirt. It's a nice, it's a nicely polished floor. You all turned to see this wolf creature as it attacked um Mother Varen. And you hear this thud behind you. And Uh-oh. Looking back, you see this man-like creature that has dropped from the ceiling between you and the braziers. It looks sort of like a man, but there's something just unthinking and feral about it. I'm going to roll for initiative for this guy first. Oh, God. Nice. He's up next. Oh, yeah. Yes, he is. Okay. Jane says, I'm done with Sir Jero. It's going to go for, for Mother Varen. God. Oh, poor Mother Varen. Poor Mother Varen. It just leaps towards Mother Varen and tries to grab her. 28, that's going to hit, That's right? going to be a hit. Oh, crap, yeah. that's a critical on a 20, I'm assuming. Oh, and that is also a crit. So that is going to be... Don't remind him. Yeah, you shouldn't have reminded me. How bad can it be? Two, it can't be too bad cold touch of undeath spreads across the wound. It, infl- it inflicts a plus 1d4 damage and the PC gets the chills, chattering teeth noisily until magically healed. Three additional points of chilling damage. Okay, and what's the regular damage? I don't think we've done that yet. Oh, that was the d10. That's two. Okay, so five total. Got it. Okay. You know, it's funny, like, oh, five, that's not bad. But then, like, I would be dead twice if this is a funnel. 
No, D10 was just on... The, oh, that was the, roll, the crit. Okay. The roll on the crit table. Gotcha. No, he's got Mother Varen down on the ground in just an, an iron-tight grip. Okay. But I take the chill damage during that. Okay. Yes. And as he's doing that, as it does that and tackles Mother Varen to the ground, you hear the old man's voice come out of the wolf creature. And it says, Duck fast at the shard. Removing it is torturously hard. And then as the uh, the wolf moves over towards Mother Varen and starts sniffing around at your face, and then it says, Encased in a prison without a door, but only the first, there are five more. Right, that's a clue to get one of the shards, I guess. Prison with no door. Encased in a prison with no without a door, but only the first, there are five more. And then it just drools all over your face. And Sir Jaro is up. I'm going to get the undead guy off of uh, off of Mother Aran. All right. Uh, with 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 Stoneblaze the Warhammer. So here we go. Ooh, um, no, that that misses entirely. All right. So I'll do it again. All right. Here we go. Sixteen. And a sixteen, unfortunately, does not hit. All right. I'm assuming I just completely miss and. Yeah, Mel Yoon is up. I'm going to try and see. I'm going to go after the one I can backstab. That would be a, a little baldy one, yeah. The baldy one? Okay. Minion, so. yes. Actually, you could probably do you could do either one, actually. Cause, uh, yeah, because the wolf was leading into drool yeah, on me and whisper yeah. cryptic statements. Yeah, so they're both distracted. Uh, I guess I'm going to keep going after the wolf then. Okay. So that's 18 plus 8, so uh, 26. Ooh. Yeah, that'll do it. Right. So it's going to be 8 damage to that one. Would I be able to step over and try and backstab the the one that was on top of Mother Varen? Sure. Okay, because that's a D16. 24? Oh, yeah. 24 hits. Oh, that's going to be 4 damage. Uh, If it's a demon, then it would take 5 damage. Well, okay, it takes 4 damage. (laughs) Mother Varen. Mother Varen is pretty much pinned here. Okay. So this thing's undead. Did we establish that? The thing that's holding you down certainly is. Okay. Um, but it's pretty much got you like in a chokehold here. It would take like a GC 15 strength check to try and break free of that. Well, I'm wondering, so can I turn unholy? I mean, I'm wearing my holy symbol as a locket. So if I mutter the words, can I try to turn undead on it or turn unholy, it says, on this thing? Yes, you can certainly attempt to do that. Okay. By the power of just to see, it's a, oh my God. Okay, it's a natural one. So it's an 11, which don't even mm-hmm. bother looking at the chart. It's a fail. Gildy 20. Gildy 20. <laughs> the RNG gods are against you. <laughs> incredible. Okay. I'm just seeing if there's any a failed turn check. Ooh. Oh, wow. Hold on. Failed turn check increases the cleric's range of natural disapproval just as with a failed spell. Oh, so I should be at a three now. A three is an automatic failure. Uh, And that fails. So I'm building up some disapproval. So then I will, with my D16, just try to like break free. Just try to wrestle my way out of here. So that's my D16 just plus my strength modifier, I'm guessing. Yes. So that's just a D16 plus two. But the way I'm rolling, it's sure to work. I'll be lucky. 13. You're not lucky. I'll tell you something. When you uh, attempted that turn on Holly, mm-hmm. you felt that there was something really, really strange in the air. Like something actively working against your turn on Holly. Hmm. 
And the rest of you also notice that when Mother Varen attempted that turn on Holly, that the braziers behind you seem to, like, flare. Like, they just seem to flare up momentarily and then die down again. Okay, so I'm basically here to draw all their attacks. I hope you guys can do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go back to um, old monster wolf boy here. And first things first is, you know, you notice as you're looking into its face that, again, all these cuts and scars on it seem to be healing up. Breathing into your face, it says to you, I hold the next shard of true death, but beware of my fiery breath. Do we need to keep this guy fighting until we get all seven shards or however many there were? You're incapacitated, so I think he should really have a... Yeah. I think you should have a die up, don't you? Yeah, that makes sense. It does. Sorry, but he's going to roll a d24 plus eight. Here comes Snake Eyes. Shit. That's a 26. Yeah. Yep. He just, yeah. You just see his, his gums flare back and he just sinks his teeth into your throat. And you just Ow. start to feel the blood drain from you. Let me see what you're going to get here. I'm, I'm, I'm ready here with my healing potion. Yeah, I mean, I've got some healing stuff going on. Oh, okay. So okay. You, take, you take six so That could have been worse. And one stamina loss. What? You heard me. Your stamina is reduced by one. It's almost like he's draining your life force. Hmm. And then the other guy, like the minion guy, seeing all the blood, the eyes just roll back in his head. And you just see these fangs come out of his mouth. And he just lunges towards your throat to to get into the feeding (laughs) frenzy here. Who wouldn't? And I'm also going to give him Mm -hmm. a step. A step, unfortunately, given... Although, no, he doesn't get a step, because he's actually... Ho- well, he's busy he... trying to keep me from wrestling free. Yeah, yes, no, I won't. Know. I won't give him I'll that. Take, I'll, take, I'll take it. Oh. Hey. Oh, he got a one. Oh, he did. Oh, great. So that is a fumble. And what's he supposed to roll on a fumble? D30. Might I suggest that he, like, loses his grip on me with that fumble? Yes, I like that. Okay. So at least I could try to wriggle free, or I'm like wriggling. I'm not going to say he lose. He's lost his grip, but he's definitely. You feel his grip slacking. Ah, grip slacker. Okay, you feel like it wouldn't take as much effort. That makes sense. Yeah. Take shrug free, but you may not need to do that because here comes Sir Jaro. Yeah. Sir Jaro, um, the, the holy warhammer hasn't really been working for him, so I think I'd like to try some fire, to, if that is okay. Looks like I've got a uh, flame brand. Sure. Why? Why do you sound so dubious? I don't. I don't know what it is. Okay. So I'm. I'm. I'm assuming you're going to know what it is. It's a flame brand, three per day, plus one oh. d six for six rounds. Um, I think that means your warhammer lights up with magical flame. If I'm, I'm guessing, because I've got right. something kind of like that That's, with my. Here it name. is. Sword powers. Flame brand ignites in flames three times a day. Duration of six rounds inflicts an additional 1d6 damage and sets targets on fire. Nice. Yes, all right, we're doing it. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, I also would like to mention that uh, right at the bottom of my page, it says something about regeneration, one hit point per round. Ooh, take it. Oh, I've, I've, I've gone through a couple rounds here. Um, oh, yeah, we're on like round four, so give yourself four. Great. Okay, let's, let's do some rolling here. All right, 22. Oh, yeah. Which one are you hitting? The one that lost his grip grip a little bit on you. Okay, great. Okay, so uh, damage would be... um, I get to add on to my damage, so that's one... 
An extra D6 on top of one. D8, yeah, one D8. Uh, plus six, plus three, plus D6. 14. Nice. And he's shrieking with flame. 14, yes. Uh, yeah, you do uh, a massive amount of damage to him, and he bursts into flame. And not only that, he drops Mother Varen immediately ah. and runs screaming at an incredible speed to one of the walls and then just scales the wall 30 feet up to the ceiling, still burning, and then drops dead to the floor. Nice. Okay, so we figured out it's fire. Everybody. <laughs> I'm that guy anyway. And as he drops to the floor behind you, you hear a second thud. Oh, God damn it. Oh, and no. Turning, you see yet another one of these damn things. The undead things? Yes. Do we still have the werewolf? Is the werewolf gone? Oh, yeah. The, no, no, no. The werewolf is still very much there. Oh, boy. And All he right. comes hurtling towards you. Okay. But Malyun should be up now. No, I, th- I think Jaro has another turn. I do have another. Oh, that's action. right. Sorry, I'm sorry. So, yes. um, so <laughs> I got to roll never, that one. Never-ending warrior actions. And this, who are you, who are you attacking? I assume the werewolf, because yeah, I, I really want to get rid of. I really want to get probably rid of just werewolf. barely even aware of this thing landing behind you. I I want the werewolf. Okay, here we go. Holy flame brand, twenty-four to hit. That hit. All right. 18. 18 points of damage, and he is burning. Yes. All right, that sounds good to me. All right, uh, Mother Varn, you better better uh, heal yourself real quick. <laughs> I'm nowhere near death. Yeah, but your throat's bleeding out. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got time to bleed. Mel Yoon is up. I will point out it's like 9-12, and... <laughs> We're still in the foyer. <laughs> We're still in the um, yeah, I guess... Uh... I'm going to just try and backstab it, if that's possible. Yeah, that will work. Okay. So I was reading this wrong before, and it's a plus 10 to... Okay, so that's 12, 23, plus 10 is 33. And then I roll on... Then it acts as a crit. So no matter what it is, then it's a crit. And then I roll oh, on the crit. Backstab. Oh, nice. oh, wow. Okay, very nice. Because then, then I can actually get, you know, actual sneak attack damage as opposed yeah. to... Single weapon damage. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, already, I initially rolled. I initially rolled a twenty-three, and so then I got to roll a. I think I got to roll a d thirty for crit table two. Uh, a d thirty on the crit table. On crit table two. Okay, I got it open. Oh, you love your crit tables. I rolled a thirty. Oh wow! Oh my god! Strike through heart. Inflict plus three d six damage with this strike, and the foe must make a fort save or die instantly. I don't like that. Okay, give me your damage for it. So that's 5 and 12, so that's 17 uh, damage to it, and then it's got to make the, the fort save. Okay. You strike it through the heart. Yes. God, you're to blame. And it's the fort save, it says, is DC 20 plus PC level, so 27 would be its target. Okay. If it's uh, killable. He may do it. 23. Ha. What did I need to be? 27. Oh, no, he was never going to beat that. Okay, yeah, he just Christopher Lee's it. Fuck. The wolf just curls up and withers away, and you just see the old monk again, and he hisses at you, beyond the constant cribs and drips, cloaked in darkness, this shard sits. And with that, 
he fades into this cloud of mist and heads up towards the ceiling, the roof, and vanishes into the roof. Okay, you have your second action after all that. Uh, okay, so I guess uh, but before that, he's like, what the... F-? And then turn around and then go, what? And just try and stab this thing. 22? Oh yeah, that'll work. Okay. Uh, 10. Ten points of damage. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna hurt it. It is hurting. I guess then uh, I'm gonna try and move towards the door. Okay, as you move towards the door, yeah, two more of those creatures drop from the ceiling between the braziers. So now there are three of them standing between okay. you and the door. All right, I'm up. Okay, I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna conjure on my uh, mace. It's frostburn. And I'm going to charge toward the nearest brazier and just try to demolish it with the freezing cold magic mace. Oh, I like the sound of that. I'm just going to go ham on these braziers here. Does it take it to hit or what do I do? There's nothing securing these braziers or anything. They're just, they just seem to be sitting there. So it seems like it would should be fairly easy to knock it over. Okay, yeah, I'm just like pointing off to the stands and Babe Ruthing the nearest brazier flying off of its stand or whatever it's on with the Frostburn mace. What distance are you doing this from, would you say? Well, I mean, I'm charging in close enough to hit it with the mace. Oh, okay, uh, so you're hitting it with the mace. Okay. Yeah, kind of at arm's length, but yeah. Yeah, you, you just smack it. And um, the brazier goes crashing to the floor. And as it does, there's this burst of disruptive energies that radiates out in like a 20-foot radius. And it inflicts... Uh-oh. I'll tell you what you can do. The only one who's close to it is you. Mm-hmm. There are also two of these creatures that have dropped down that are beside it too. Mm-hmm. The first creature and Gara, I think, are just outside the 20-foot radius okay. range. Okay. But, um, Rob, you can make a DC 24 fortitude save okay. and get Ooh. half damage from what's coming here. Uh-oh. Nope. Good lord. 10. I, keep having to, I have to keep coming up with ideas where I don't have to roll dice to do a thing. I'll make a peanut butter sandwich. You're on that back half of the bell. I'm gonna just I'm gonna roll that for for both of those guys. They both okay. fail. They both fail their fortitude saves too. So it's gonna do. You gotta love DCC. It's gonna do two D fourteen damage. <laughs> seventeen damage. Oh my god! Points of damage. Seventeen points of damage all wow. around. Okay, to me and the two creatures. Yeah. Do they seem to like? Did the Brazier going out seemed to cut any energy from them, apart from the damage it inflicted. They seem momentarily slightly drained, but not sufficiently, no. Okay. It seemed to take maybe a little out of them, but they they still seem pretty sprightly. With my second action, I'm going to just try to hit one of them now with my ice-cold mace, now that they've also taken this damage. Okay. So D16 plus 12. I'm due. I'm really due for a good roll here. 18? Unfortunately, no. It just it misses it. Ooh. Did you rig this to get back at me for all your crappy rolls on Invisible Suns? Is that what's going on here? No. I thought my secret shame was between <laughs> us. <laughs> We've been playing Invisible Sun for over a year, and I don't think I've had one successful roll. We've had on a, that couple. <laughs> a couple. A couple, but like 90% of them are abysmal fails. Oh. Yeah. 
that you would not believe how bad they are. And it's for really simple shit, so it takes forever to get anything done. But, however... Oh, these vampires are up. Oh, they're vampires. Oh. Sorry, I didn't say vampires. I guessed it. Well, there was a lot of blood drinking. So yeah, I know. The first one springs at Mother Varen. Shit. And again, grapples and pins her to the ground. Cyril. And the second one springs... It's going to have to be uh, Melun, isn't it? He's the next oh. closest in range. Springs Better. towards Melun. 17, oh. go away. Melun sidesteps and brags on a 17. <laughs> <laughs> but I took the hit. Oh, and still, yeah, you took a hit. And still, uh, the first vampire, the original one, is going to go for Jenny. That's a 15. That can't hit. All right, so what do we got? We got the two We got the two undead guys who dropped from the ceiling. And then you've got the other, the original one charging you, I think. Yeah, the original one is closest to you, and another one's got Rob pinned to the floor. Yay. And uh, the other one is kind of tackling, facing off against Garrett. So. <laughs> Meliun. I, I guess I can still use some fire, right? Oh, yeah. All oh, right. yeah, that's still burning. All right, let's do that again. 21. That hits. Yay. Okay. Nine. That's not a whole lot. 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 3 plus the 1 from the deed die, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. so 10. So 10. 10. 10. 10 damage is respectable. And he's burning. I'm not quite sure what the deal is, but I assume it's a couple of points per round. I think. Yeah, so he's on fire. And that was Jenny's first action. Yeah, you have another action. Finish him. 14. Uh, no, that is a miss. Uh, We're on a roll there. But he's burning. <laughs> but he is burning. And now it is up to Mel Yoon. It's going to be the same MO. If I can find someone to backstab, I'm going to backstab. There's one facing off with you, though. Okay. Would I be able to move? Okay, so I got two attacks. So would I be able to move so that I could attack one and the other? These things move really, really fast. Like, they seem to move, okay. like, twice as fast as humans. Okay, so... Would I be able to, like, roll to its side and stab it? Sure, go for it. All right. Okay. 17. Uh, plus 4 is 21. 8 is 29? For a hit? Absolutely. Oh, great. 4. So one's over by Mother Varen. One is, gra- is tackled Mother Varen. Would I be able to attack that one? Or is that too far away? It's just a little too far, and you're still... I mean, this this thing that's engaging with you is just blocking your way. It's very fast. Okay. Uh, 22 to hit the other one? Yeah. Uh, that same one? Okay. And then, That'll work. And great. Four on that one. All right. Uh, Mother Varen is up. All right. Can I cast cleric spells while pinned? I don't know if they have, like, wizard, if they're, like, wizard spells and there's, like, gesturing and stuff. I'm going to say no, because it's more of a prayer to a deity, isn't it? So I can go for it? I would say yes. Okay. I'm never going to turn down the opportunity for some spell casting. Yeah. Um, But what? Especially if it fumbles. (laughs) (laughs) Or crits. All right, I'm trying for that bolt from the blue again. Damn it. Come on, Justicia. There's a lot of evil going on here. Or... Do it. Yeah, okay, let's try that. Bolt. From the blue. 26. Okay. Something's going to actually happen this time. 
Cleric can unleash a number of bolts equal to caster level, which can be aimed at multiple targets within the spell's range. They each cause 1d12 damage and cause each target to temporarily lose d2 plus 1 points from a single ability score. Plus, they have to make a will saver go insane for a d4 rounds. I'm not sure if we could tell. So I've got seven bolts, each of which does d12 damage. I'm going to start with four of them on my guy. <laughs> That's 30 damage on the one who's like pinned me. There's nothing pinning you. Okay, great. You just covered in ash. The remaining three are going for the uh, Meliun's guy, and then hopefully that frees him up to backstab Sir Jaros in the future. For 23. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that, that, thing, that thing is toast, too. Is that? I think that's my first... Oh, except for that crappy blessing roll. That's my first actual successful roll. Yeah. That is your first successful roll. It was a good one, though. It was a good one. The one that mattered. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so... The last remaining one doesn't seem to give a damn about the fact that three of its brethren were wiped out. These things are just really feral and inhuman. They look like they may have been human at one point, but there's nothing of them left. So that leaves Sir Jero's vampire, or whatever they are. The vampire's up, and the first thing this vampire does is you notice it starts to heal. Oh! It did drink some of my blood. So. Yeah. So it is going to go and attempt to attack Sir Jaro. Sir Jaro has lots of holy uh, power around him. Well, that's an 18. That's not going to hit. So he misses you. So now Sir Jaro's up. Sajaro is going to use the holy power of his holy burning uh, warhammer and try to kill some vampires. Oh, he's also on fire, isn't he? So I'm gonna knock a, I'm gonna knock a couple of points off him there for that. Okay, well he's about to be more, on fire again. More so. on fire. <laughs> there we go. More on fire. All right. Uh, uh, D8 plus D6 plus ten. Got it. Thank you. Plus three. Eight. Not, uh, no, plus ten. <laughs> plus ten. But he's on fire. So it's eighteen. Oh. Oh. Eighteen. Okay, He's on. on fire. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, plus seven. So 15. 15, 15. yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's a better number. That's 15, easier for 15, me to do. Okay. okay, gotcha. So it hits and he's burning and you still have another turn. <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's do it again. Woohoo. Smack him again. I can't believe he's not dead. Undead, undead, undead. Oh, wow. Oh, man, that doesn't yeah, work. That, 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 that sucks. You're just blinded by your own flames. All right. Ain't that always the way. Now you. So I'm, roll, I'm rolling in with the backstab, with a thing, and a thing. So it's, it's 30 plus 10, 43. Yep, I hit. <laughs> so it's, uh, I got to roll the D30. I, for, I forgot how to, I just figured out how to do the backstab, and then I forgot how to do it. Okay. So it's 10, 10 on crit table 2. Masterful strike, inflict plus 22D6 damage to this strike. Okay. And D4, so 5 and 9. So 14 damage. And then I'm going to attack it again. Just with a regular strike. Because I'm assuming I can't backstab twice in a round. 21! For 8 damage. Let's out a hiss. Falls to its knees. Falls face first to the floor. And collapses into ash. Burns. Well Yay. done. It only nice. took all night. <laughs> God, yeah. This has been Entry Hall of the Demon Lich. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Back next week. You're standing in this corridor behind the three braziers. 
You notice the color of the flame in the braziers becomes less purple and seems to be flickering more towards a normal yellow flame at this point. And beyond them, you see two large reinforced copper and bronze doors standing nearly 10 feet high and 10 feet wide each. And they stand in stark contrast to the colorful mosaic adorning the walls. A large circular relief of a slender humanoid skull with a snake running through the eye sockets overlaps the doors, seemingly keeping them sealed shut. Would we find anything if we loot the bodies? There's no bodies here. They all ashed. Did, did, so then all the vampires fizzled and died? Yes, they all just reduced to ash. The main guy just reduced to a mist. All right. All right. All right. I think Mel Yun should yep. check for some traps. I'm going to check for traps. <laughs> uh, 31. While you're checking, I'm going to do a uh, lay hands roll on myself and try to heal myself here. Let me know if you need any help 18. there. Roll big. 18. That's much better. I was I was almost halfway down. Do I get this right? You can just like keep casting and so long as you don't betray your god, you're still good. But yeah, I don't lose the spells or the ability in this case. But each time I fail, my automatic miss goes up by one. So it starts at one. I've had two actual just flat out fails on spells. So now sure, three sure. Or under fails. But, he, but even still on a good day, you could like cast all day and have no problem. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Melune gives the gives the doors a good going over. And you can tell that it seems to be locked, but there's no discernible keyhole or mechanism to manipulate. Oh, that's what he said. You can't find the lock. That's what the dude said. The skull doesn't seem to have any like mechanical device attached to it, but and you don't sense any kind of uh, trap here. I, I'm shaking I'm shaking hands with it. So I'm like figuring out how tall is it, how wide is it, what is it made out of? I'm not looking for the abstract. So, can you give me an intelligence check as well? Intelligence of 16, one six. I rolled 16. Oh, that's good. You notice that this isn't really your forte because you're just a thief, but not just a thief. I mean, you're a very good thief. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. But I know my role. You think all of the ancient iconography adorning these doors and the surrounding areas, you get the impression that it's some kind of special portal and maybe like some kind of religious or divine kind of portal but you're absolutely baffled as to how it could unlock okay so it's not like mechanical or anything i'm pointing towards it doesn't appear to be madness you can't find a mechanism okay i can't find anything to open this damn door so uh uh sir jaro do you know anything about this crypt yeah would you know of any tenants or or knowings of how to open this door um, I can recall some of my teachings at the monastery and the, the, the guy at the beginning said that there is a, how can you, how can you find a key if you don't have the lock? Can I do some kind of intelligence check or something to search my memory for possible clues besides you, you telling me the game's hard? Cause it is. <laughs> I was hoping you guys were writing down what was <laughs> No, no, I could, we didn't I write shit try, down. I can try and, I can try and remind you if you. Talked about shards. But for her memory shards. from her training as the with the monks. Oh, there. oh yeah, for my yeah. Like, is there lore about a keyless door? No, this is completely okay. unfamiliar to you. All right. Well, I got a magnifying glass. Maybe we can look a little closer at the skull. Sure. Sure. You go over with the okay. magnifying glass, and again, you see no keyhole or any kind of mechanism Nothing. to unlock. All right. 
It looks very stout, I assume. Like it's not gonna be easy to smash down, I'm gonna guess. No, it's like it's like made heavy reinforced copper and bronze. Yeah. yeah. The things on either side of the skull that look like door knockers. Do they are they all bolted to the wall or do they they're move? They're all just or? engraved into it. They're all Oh, it's not like a knocker you could actually knock with. All no, right, they're all quite solid. Um, okay, the brazier. So there's three still lit, right? Yeah. It's very dangerous to put them out right on top of them. Well, they're no say. longer glowing purple. Now they're just, yeah. they just seem to be burning regular fire. Okay. Huh. Mm, I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to sacrifice of... something on the braziers. Could we extinguish them all? Could we set fire to the door? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was considering extinguishing them all. Sure, you can knock them all over. Yeah. Okay. You knock all right. them all over, and now it's a lot darker. The room is a lot higher than it was before. Now the only the only thing illuminating the the corridor are the occasional torches. I have a torch, so how about I just light my torch so it can give us a little sure. bit more uh, light. All right. Still nothing. No. It didn't seem to have any effect. Okay, well, this is... I don't get it. Can we... Um, all right, if I look on the mosaics, do I see that particular skull and snake shape anywhere? I'm going to go... I'm going to expect closely now to see if I can find that exact picture replicated. You notice that one section of the mosaic depicts this large skeletal knife? Then it bears kind of a resemblance mm-hmm. to the skull. And the knight is wielding a scythe in battle and the thing you notice is that the blade and the shaft of the scythe intersect this gallows pole in the scenery so can i like where those intersect or where the face is on the mosaic can i try pressing it and see if it give me an intelligence check here oh don't ask me for intelligence checks well you could call somebody else over to do an intelligence check and have a look you could go hey look at this thing hey i got an 18 with my intelligence hey there's something doesn't look right about this to you but you can't i'll I'll invite them over have a look at this this seems odd and it looks like the picture on the door okay did we try turning the mosaics uh you tried pressing them Mm mm-hmm can you turn any of them or anybody with better intelligence want to try a roll and see if you can beat a 20 maybe i don't really know i've only got i've got like a got like a 15 intelligence with my mod with my modifier um, i rolled a 15 so i'm not going to get any better all right so our intelligences have failed us yeah so i'm just like trying to fiddle and see if anything moves in this part of the mosaic or recesses or turns i'm going to like try every possible way of interacting with it lick it you hear a thud and a crack and oh boy this large scythe blade swings out in a wicked arc from the mosaic sweet and slashes across all of you (laughs) sorry guys and we're all dead (laughs) that's all in half and we're dead you can uh all do a dc 20 reflex save for half damage here no no Oh, not even close. Nice. We, we've all failed. Okay, so you're all going to take... Oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry. There's a, a DC 18 reflex save. So we still all fail. You still all fail. God, you losers. Uh, okay, so it is going to... You are each going to take 10 damage oh, from... Could be worse. That's not too bad. Followed by a burst of energy in a 10-foot radius. Driving <laughs> out from striking out from the mosaic towards all in range uh you all need to make a dc 20 reflex save here for half damage 
Oh my god. Yes! Yes! Two. <laughs> yeah, I fail, and I fail. And that is going to give you 19 damage. <laughs> 19 damage, good lord. So is that 10? Yes. Thank you. Then Does the door open? <laughs> Miraculously, when your eyes readjust, you see that between the scythe and the gallows pole, there is now an open doorway. Hey! I'm going to take my extra healing potion. 